611, Gene and Ian back together. And uh, Ian was one of the uh, hosts. You were playing music. and Yes, making some announcements. Making announcements. Uh, yesterday was the very first Great Duluth Sweat Together out at Indian Station uh, in Canal Park. And uh, a couple hundred people showed up, which is fantastic. It was cold yesterday. Yeah, it was. It was a five-hour-long event. People showed up uh, early on. They came through the middle. They came towards the end. Uh, there was fire spinners. There was snoga, which was like yoga in the snow. Uh, there was howling hot dish there, so I had to try them out. I got the uh, after-school snack, which was, of course, pizza rolls, cheese, uh, yes. marinara sauce, pepperoni. Delightful. Uh, the brew host was there, of course, cooking up brats and hot dogs. So many different saunas, and it was just honestly a great time. And you went in. You went into one, right? Well, I had to be a part of the world record, Gene. Yeah, for sure. So of course they were setting a uh, world record to have like the most people in a city uh, go into a sauna for a day. Like not the whole day, but just like you know, During however long. Yeah. yeah. But it was like fun to see some people jumped into the lake, some people jumped in the snow afterwards. I just went in for a few minutes just to say, hey, I'm a part of this world record. Yeah. And then came out. But and another cool thing about it is um, the event was free. But people could donate money, and 100% of the donations went to Lifehouse Duluth. Oh, that's so, great. Yeah. yeah. All in all, it was a great community get-together, and um, they plan on doing it again next year and the year after that, making it an annual thing here in Duluth. The only thing I hope is uh, I'm hoping for an April date next year rather than a March because it was a little chilly to be out there for five hours. Yeah, I mean... You can only be in that sauna for so long, and then it's like, okay, now i got to be outside, and it's cold. Mm-hmm. But um, but also there was fire pits there, too, provided from Bentleyville. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, that's that's such a northern Minnesota thing to do. It's <laughs> I can't believe nobody's thought of it ahead of time. Yeah. And no, it was great. What's cool, too, is it also lets people know that there's portable saunas out mm-hmm. there. I mean, that's the thing a lot of people probably weren't even aware of that so right and it was kind of cool to see all the different like shapes and sizes of all of them yeah like they were all unique in their own way right 10 out of 10 would do it again nice well thanks for uh representing and uh playing music and doing my thing gene Uh, i i did get a lot of compliments on my kimono that i wore yesterday (laughs) it was like a nice teal kimono kimono with like cherry blossom leaves all up on it oh nice it was a good time. Yeah, because they encourage people to wear, like, robes and... Yeah, well, there was a parade of robes and slippers. <laughs> nice. And also, like, snow sculptures and stuff. Yeah, uh, shout out to Lauren, who borrowed me the kimono, because nice. I didn't have a robe. And she's like, you want to wear mine? I'm like, sure, I'm a foot taller than her, so it looked like a shirt on me. But it was it was good. It was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, that's fantastic. Right, yeah, you, you probably are a whole entire foot taller than I her. am. That's funny. I know, I don't own a robe, so I would have... Yeah. Ben SOL too, but uh, that's fun. <laughs> that's funny. Well, thank you to everybody that uh, organized this. I mean, the, it was a big, big event. Yes. Lots of moving parts. So glad to hear that everything went off without a hitch. And it was cold, but at least there wasn't like a blizzard going on. No, and it wasn't like cold, cold. It was just cold. Like, does that right. make sense? Well, it's that's a long time to be outside. Yes. That's, well, and of course, not everyone there was out there for like the people that came you know right you were out there that whole time i was yeah i was and that's a lot of fresh air farm that's a lot of fresh air <laughs> i feel good i would have like completely gone home and crashed immediately because all that fresh air i'd be like whoo okay that's enough for me can't do it no bow uh coming up in just a couple minutes we're going to take a check of your forecast
Fortunately or unfortunately, I guess, depending on how you look uh. at it, we're going to be getting some more snow. Uh, plus, a woman in Wisconsin was walking her dog when she uh, came upon something pretty pretty terrifying. So we're going to let you know what that's all about. That's coming up in minutes right here. Mix. Time right now is 632, and you hate to hear these kind of stories. Uh. But it's something that I'm pretty passionate about and feel that I want to get the word out because this is just absolutely horrifying to me. So a woman was walking her dog. Um, she was in Superior, and it was the Bear Creek Trail in Superior when she noticed that her dog had something in his mouth. And it was something blue, so obviously she's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, she was able to get it out of his mouth, and it turned out to be rodent poison. That is ridiculous. That was left near the trail. So you know that somebody put that there on purpose oh, yeah. to poison most likely dogs. And it just absolutely makes me sick to my stomach that there's people out there that are doing these kind of things. And it's just awful. Oh, I know. I saw that Facebook post when I was out and I was just like, I can't, I can't believe that was actually there. Because anybody that has a dog, you know, when you're walking your dog, whether it's on a leash or the dog's just running on its own, yep. is they're going to get some in their mouth. They're going to, you know, they're foraging for stuff, whether in, you know, usually it's a stick or rocks or whatever, mm -hmm. but they, you know, something like that. This poor woman, I mean, thankfully her dog, her dog, Jack, his do her dog's name is Jax, is going to be okay because oh, she goodness. was able to get that out of, out of his mouth in time, but she still had to... Uh, Called a vet. They said talk to uh, poison control. She still had to bring her dog into an emergency vet because they do blood work to like make sure. Oh yeah. And she still has to do a follow up visit, and that's not cheap. No. It's a. It's at least a hundred bucks to walk. Just walk in the door to a vet. Yeah, it was uh, over two thousand dollars when uh, my puppy got a hold of a whole packet of gum, and she had to have her stomach pumped and all that, and it's it gets pricey. Oh my god. Yeah. Well, and it's one of those things where it's like, of course, it's your dog, but it it can put some people in real financial straits. And to know that somebody did this on purpose just absolutely makes me irate. I know somebody um, that their dog was poisoned. They, somebody threw something over their fence. Yes, yeah, same. And he was poisoned. I, I know it's not the same person because this happened like 20 years ago, but yeah. I mean, I, I, I just ridiculous. I couldn't even imagine that. I couldn't even imagine. And that's what's like earlier this summer um, when I let Tinky out, she kind of went, it's like kind of high grass, like behind my apartment because nobody cuts it. So it's just natural grass. And she zoomed right away and was, is, was eating something. So I'm like, what are you doing? And so I ran over there and it was like cat food. And it freaked me out because oh, I'm like, right, you were telling me the this. whole cat food thing. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, someone's trying to poison my dog. <sighs> And so I was completely freaked out, and I was like, oh, my God. And I picked up every last little bit of cat food that was there because I'm like, this is so weird. Nobody's ever back there behind where of my apartment. Nobody. Yeah. Like, it's, it's absolutely no one is ever back there. And then it appeared again. And so I was just like, what is going on? And it was in such a weird, like, little spot, too, because it was like, not right by the door, and I don't know. It was just, I was all just sketchy. I wonder if you have a neighborhood cat. Well, so what happened was the woman in the building next door, she's elderly. Yeah. And she had seen Tinky and thought Tinky was a cat. Oh. Because there is there was a stray cat that was out there that was black. Yeah. And so she was feeding this stray cat, there but she is. put it over by where I am because she thought Tinky was a cat. Oh. <laughs> 
Because the whole oh, way I figured it out is because when I had Tiki outside and she's, she saw her and she goes, oh, there's the kitty. And she goes, oh, no, she's a dog. And she goes, I left some food outside. I'm like, oh, thank God. Okay, I got it all figured out now because I was so <laughs> paranoid for so long. It's like, well, yeah, she's a chihuahua and I guess that. She's pretty small. She's, she's, I could see she's it. small. There's definitely cats that are way bigger than her. But, um, you know, to, again, not like this person's listening, but if by chance or if you're somebody that doesn't see that as being a big deal or would do that themselves, deal. you are an awful, awful, awful person. You know, I mean, come on. That is just beyond sick. So just be careful when you're out with your animals because you just, you never know, you know, a, a trail like that and someone's got rodent poisoning. And it was big packets, too. Oh, yeah. No, I saw the size of, yeah. Oh, like, there disgusting. was two of them that, like, fit in her hand. Yeah, it was disgusting. We've got music on the way from Rima featuring Selena Gomez, Harry Styles, too, and Megan Trainer. She made you look, and that's next on Mixing Away. <laughs> Time right now is 652, 21 degrees. Looking for a high today of 24. Coming up next hour, Ian's Toolbox. Ooh, Gene, from threatening fast food workers to stealing money from a fundraising event, my toolbox has got you covered. Oh, man, jerks are us. Uh, plus, a small town in Wisconsin trying to raise money to move their giant ball of twine. There you go. <laughs> I don't know if it's the world's biggest, but it's it's massive. It's pretty big. Uh, that and much, much more coming up. And to check your forecast next, that makes sense. Here's a collection of the stupidest, dumbest, most idiotic people on earth. It's Ian's Toolbox on Mix 108. What a tool. We are starting this morning off in Georgia, where a woman has been charged with stealing money from a fundraising event for a cancer patient. Oh, my God. Yep. The 55-year-old was charged with a misdemeanor account of theft by failure to make required disposition, theft by deception, and receiving stolen property. So here's the deeds. All right. She hosted a pulled pork fundraiser for a person suffering from cancer. And contacted a chef to prepare enough sandwiches, coleslaw, baked potatoes. It was about $15 a plate, all benefiting the cancer patient. Well, the family spoke out and did not receive a single penny from that event. So when they approached authorities, the 55-year-old eventually met with the family members and gave them $600. However, she decided to keep the remaining $800. God. Yeah. So, well, now you got a misdemeanor. Just don't do what I don't. Ugh, so many things I want to say, but I'm not going to. Uh, down in Florida, a woman pulled a gun at a McDonald's employee because they did not have a menu item that she was requesting. Oh, wow. She was yelling. The 26-year-old was yelling at the drive-thru employee, demanding she get a cheeseburger bundle. And the employee was trying to explain to her that they do not have a cheeseburger bundle. That is when she pulled out a gun and waved it at the employee's face, threatening them. (sighs) Yeah, some people. And then lastly, a strange situation is unfolding over in British Columbia where a neighborhood has residents that are saying they have been receiving dozens, maybe hundreds of unsolicited Uber Eats food orders delivered to their door. Now, this isn't just like meals, Gene. This orders range from just a singular bottle of water 
one donut, sometimes even a single bowl of just gravy. Just randomly being delivered to these houses. There's there's no name on the order. There's no address on the order. It's just outside these townhomes. Weird. And I guess it's been so bad that there's been some days where there's a line down the road just full of Uber Eats delivery drivers randomly delivering these items to this neighborhood. Yeah. No one knows how this happened, why it's happening, but apparently Uber Eats is on it and they have been apologizing to... Uh, the neighborhood and banning uh, several accounts. I would just go place to place and be like, oh, gravy and here's some chicken. And yeah, I mean, eventually <laughs> you're going to get a full meal. Why are you complaining? Right. I just would go door to, I'll take care of that for you. Yeah. And all the food's being paid for. So yeah. it's not like you're stealing. Yeah. Oh, man. That's, that's crazy. That's going to do it for the toolbox. <laughs> Baby Rex and David get it. I'm good. I'm mixed with away. Time right now is 7.15, currently 21 degrees, leaving their high today of 26 with partly cloudy skies. So I know that I've heard it in a movie, and I want to say it's from, like, vacation, but I don't think it is, where it's like, you want to go see the world's largest ball of wine? It's in Wisconsin. And it was started in 1979 by a guy who went by uh, the by JFK, but sadly he's passed away. He started the ball of wine over 40 years ago on his property underneath a shed. And he would religiously add strings of twine to it throughout the year. This ball of twine currently weighs over 24,000 pounds or 12 tons. So are you sure this isn't the world's heaviest ball of twine and not the world's largest ball of twine? This is world's largest ball of twine. Okay. Yeah, it's, they say it's the largest. It weighs 24,000 pounds or 12 tons, but they're saying this is the world's largest ball of Interesting. twine. Um. So the, the <laughs> it's in um, it's located just south of Lake Nebegaman, the Twine Ball. Hey, that's not too far away. Uh, the goal is to raise ten thousand dollars to cover the cost of moving the Twine Ball and creating a gazebo or shelter over it. They also would like to pour a slab to rest it on. The community loved this guy so much they want to see the Twine Ball saved. It, the ball would be moved to the town of. Highlands Town Hall, just a few miles south of its current location. So they have a GoFundMe page. Of course they do. <laughs> Come on, this is this guy's life life's work. You have to you have to get a shelter and something to you know a solid base to put it on. That's just you have to. The world's largest. Forty years, this guy That's toiled insane. to make this ball of twine that looks like. Bubblegum. Hmm. I just. <laughs> we've got a video and a link to the GoFundMe page if you, if you want to help out. And like you're looking at this old man, and God bless him. You know with his. This is his life's work, Gene. I just love he's wearing like. Like his shirts open halfway down, which you know how old guys always do that. And he's got suspenders, beard, like disheveled hat. He looks like somebody that would have been rolling twine for the last 40 years. Oh, that's fantastic. So there you go. If you want some more info about um, <laughs> this uh, town just uh, south of Lake Nebegaman that's trying to uh, preserve the largest ball of twine, uh, we got all the info for you. Oh, my God. I totally want to go see it now. <laughs> 
I'm sure it's like someone's private property. So that's why they have to put it in the middle of the town. So well, everybody I mean, can I enjoy suppose it. like, what do you, what do you do when somebody that like does this passes away? Right. You want to preserve it, but uh, it's awfully heavy. And so you got to, you know, make sure that uh, somebody tell Weird Al, he needs to make a new uh, song about the Wisconsin Balatoin. <laughs> right. Oh my God. I love it. So again, details at Mix108.com and also on the Mix108 app. Absolutely fantastic, uh, fantastic story there. Uh, we've got Sia Unstoppable coming up next on Mix108. Time right now is 7.33 and, uh, you know, I've definitely been accused of being a little on the immature side for my age because I find things funny that like a 12-year-old boy finds funny. Yeah, but I feel like this is like, this is legit. Like, I'm, I'm okay with this. <laughs> this is just one of those things where you're like, oh, yes, right on. Totally deserve it. Oh, 100%. It's another story of a homeowner gets revenge on porch pirates with poop-filled boxes. But it's not dog poop this time. Nope. Meow. Oh, <laughs> little kitty litter. See, I'm telling you, I think that is even a thousand times worse because when I had the cats, it was like, oh, my God, the grossest smell ever because you have to clean those litter boxes like every couple days because I had two cats in two separate litter boxes. And the smell of litter and that... Uh, oh, Aren't you God, supposed to have, like, awful. one more litter box than there is cats? Um, well, I had two litter boxes because okay. I had two That's cats. Fair. I don't so, know. I don't know. I'm a dog person. Yeah, same. I had no idea what I was doing. But I just know that that smell and that ammonia and, oh, my God, it is just absolutely awful. I just couldn't imagine living in an area where you have gotten over 100 packages stolen from your porch. That's somebody that is doing some serious shopping. Yeah. Yeah. So they had 114 packages. 113 were taken over the weekend. That is crazy. And 114 coming up soon. This person, this person, Josh Blumenthal is the guy's name. So his cameras captured nearly every instance that a package was taken. They drive up to the curb, park, get out, have drivers. They have drivers. They get out, grab it, and run. There was even one video of, like, a man just rolling up on his bike. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. And it's just, it's crazy. And they're all different people, too. It's not, like, the same person from these videos anyway. Yeah, so he lives, he, uh, lives in Utah. He has uh, two cats and a dog. And so he said, I literally empty out the cat box straight into the box. Oh, see the litter and everything. Mm -hmm. Ooh. Well, why not? Um. Might as well put it in a box, have some fun with it. It's a great way to get rid of it because that stuff is really heavy. So I want to know, <laughs> <laughs> I want to know, like, do they, I, I don't know, like, how do you mask the smell? Like, does it not seep through the box? See, I would think if I were him, I'd have it in a bag. Right. You know, like, I would get liners for the litter box. But he's just saying he just dumps it right. Into the box. Maybe, but maybe he has a bag lining the box. Well, then he needs to explain that, Gene. Because otherwise it would all seep through, you know, because there's yeah. urine and stuff in there too. Right. So I'm sure that he lines a box because he doesn't want the person picking it up and then the, it's all, the box is going to bust right on his porch. That would make a mess. That's what I'm saying. I need oh, to know the deets. Gross. I just think it's fantastic. And you know what? That's, you get what you deserve. I know. Just could like, you imagine like stealing a box and then thinking like, oh, this is going to be a great thing and you open it up and it's just, it's just, <laughs> Litter and poop. You're like, oh, it's super heavy. This is going to be a good find. My favorite because I I think that 
I mean, you're a criminal if you're stealing from somebody. And so I did not feel bad for this girl at all. I saw it on TikTok where she ran up, her boyfriend's in the car, makes her run up and get the package. It was slippery. She wiped out and broke her ankle. Like, you could tell she messed up her ankle. So she's screaming in pain. He runs up and grabs the package, and she runs back to the car, and he started to take off, but she was making so much noise that he finally stopped the car and ran back and got her. It's like you just left your girlfriend laying there with a broken ankle and took the package. Well, I think that's the least of their problems right there. Cold-blooded. <laughs> all caught on camera, all the whole entire thing. It's like, oh, my God, people, come on. Yeah, that's just the, that's the worst. And if I ever see packages sitting out on our porch, I put them in the hall because it's like we have signs everywhere. Like, oh, do yeah. not leave packages on the porch. So I'll always just bring them inside because it's just like, man, come on. That's what I like having a screened in front porch where a lot of the times if I get packages, the delivery guys know, just put it right inside. I don't even have signs up. Yeah, my roommate would get like at least a package a week. She was on Amazon all the time. And so she, she has like a, a ring camera plus like her driveway is kind of up a little bit. So and then there's like kind of it's not an enclosed porch, but there's like an overhang. So it's really hard to see that there's yeah. stuff there. So that was always like, we were never really worried that someone was going to take our stuff. But, um, and then she'd get notifications too that somebody was dropping something off. But it's just, it, you know, it's just one of those things, again, it just makes me sick. It's like, come on, man. See, I've never had a package stolen off my porch. But when I bought my house years ago, I uh, was moving a solid wood oak bed frame that the headboard was like a bookshelf. So, you know, the kind of headboards I'm talking mm-hmm. about. And I left it on the front porch because. Solid wood oak is heavy. So I'm like, I'm going to take a break. You know, I'm going to take a, you know, get some food, have a drink, whatever. And I'm sitting on the couch. All of a sudden I hear like the scuffle out on the deck and I go to look outside and these two people are running away with my wood oak. <laughs> oh my and I'm God. like, are you, are you kidding me? No. Yeah. Again, never had a, never had a package stolen off my porch, but apparently somebody needed a headboard. You just feel so violated, though. I know, that's, like, that's, the, that's the whole thing that makes me angry. Well, I'm like, what are they going to do with a headboard? <laughs> I don't know. It that's, was weird. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've, I've been the victim of a few things that have been stolen. And probably the biggest thing was when I lived in Minneapolis, I lived in Uptown, and I bought a scooter off a friend of mine, and it wasn't running. This, I don't know what was wrong with it. He was going to Europe. I bought it so for it was like, like a, 50 bucks. like a motorized scooter? Yeah, but it was old school. Like you had to pedal to get him started. <laughs> yeah, so was, his scooter was super old. It didn't work. For whatever reason, I was like, oh, I'll get this fixed. It'll be fine. I live in Uptown, you know, blah, blah, yeah. blah. So I had an off-street parking spot. So my car's on the street, and I have this scooter parked in this parking lot. I had it two days. I had a garden-level apartment. I come home from work, and I'm opening the blinds, and I see some gentleman who um, probably lives outside. You know, he, you know, he, he definitely, you know, it's like July and he's wearing like eight jackets. Yeah. And he's dragging my scooter across the parking lot. And that thing was pig iron. It was super heavy. It's not like you the scooter's pig iron. Yeah. I've like, never heard that saying. Ungodly heavy. And the wheel was locked. So he's literally like dragging it. So I opened the window. I'm like, hey man, what are you doing? I said a few other things, but oh, I can't yeah, say I'm it on sure. the radio. And he just kind of looks at me and keeps dragging it. <laughs> like, in no regard. That tracks. Like, I'm, ta- I'm taking this. Uh, short story long, called the Minneapolis Police Department. Like, three hours later, they showed up. Because, obviously, that was, you know, this is a very 
concerning uh, oh, yeah. thing happening. And talk to the police officer. He's asking me if I know this person. I'm like, no, I don't know him. And I'm like, so now I'm getting irritated. I'm like, well, you know what? If, if you hop in your car, you might catch him because the thing weighs like 300 pounds and he's dragging it on the right. ground. And uh, so he didn't like that answer. And he's just like, yeah, we'll get back to you. I got a call like a month later from the Cedar. Did they find it? Yeah, the Cedar impound lot in Minneapolis. And they're like, we could come get your scooter. I'm like, okay, cool. And they're like, yeah, it'll be like $150 to get it out. I'm like, it's not even worth $150. So I told him, I'm like, make an ashtray out of it. I don't want it. And I hung up. How did it even end up there? I don't know. It ended up in that impound lot. But uh, it just was so ridiculous. And then when my friend came back from Europe, I'm like, yeah, your scooter got stolen. He's like, oh, well. He's like, you know, just eh, the way it is. What can you do? Turn it into scrap metal from there, but you feel violated. And especially like when you see somebody stealing something, yeah. like how you saw somebody. You, it's weird. Were you, did you yell at them and be like, hey, that's my headboard? Yeah, and they just kept on going. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, not going to chase after them. Yeah, it's the worst feeling ever where you're just like, man, I was just dismissed. Yeah. I love that somebody's running out with your headboard, though. That's a really good story. <laughs> like, you're right. What are you going to do with my headboard? Kid Leroy coming up Post Malone 2 and Miley Cyrus. Sometimes all you can do is laugh because yep. it's just so ridiculous. Mix one. Good morning, Tim. Right now, 7.53. That was latest from Kid Leroy and Love Again. Gene and Ian back together. It feels so good. Oh, it really does. Stick around. We still got another hour of the show coming up. We're... It's a little weird that you keep holding my hand, but it's fine. Well, I'll I miss it. you. I know. <laughs> coming up next hour, uh, what does the hood warning light mean on your car? If you have a newer vehicle... You probably know what I'm talking about. I've seen mine come on, and now we will explain why that sometimes comes on and then is off just as quickly. Uh, plus, Ian's got a movie review, and we'll take a check of your forecast. That's all coming up in minutes right here on Mix and Overlay. Time right now is 8.30, and our uh, movie expert, Ian, yes. went and saw Shazam this weekend. So what did what did you think about it? Well, before I dive into that, my dad does this thing where he tells the kids plans without, like, talking to anybody else first. Oh, no. So he promised the kids that we would go see Shazam 2, Fury of the Gods. So, of course, I'm like, all right, well, I guess I'm just canceling my plans. I'm going to go see a movie. <laughs> Honestly, it was a really good time. Like, family time anyway. So I have to share this, too. <laughs> the first one came out 2018, 2019. Okay. So Bella was four or five when the first one came out, and my dad and me took her and Zoe to go see it. And there is a scene where the main villain walks into the foster family's house and goes, wow, this place is a complete crap hole. He didn't say crap. He said, you know, the other word. The S word, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it was very quiet right after that in the movie theater, and Bella very loudly goes, Dad, What's a crap hole? Again, she said the S word, but that theater erupted in laughter. <laughs> I will never forget that moment. So what ever. was your answer? I told her I'll explain it to her after the movie. <laughs> Wait, you can't talk during the film, you know. That's true. You gotta be respectful. You're like, well, let me tell you. So, and I'm not gonna lie, that first Shazam movie, probably one of my biggest DC shockers of the DC universe. Like, I was not expecting anything and Ooh. honestly i thought it was one of the better dc movies that was ever made so i think my hopes were a little high for the second one just because i thought so highly of that one i mean the first one was a fun ride it had action it had laughter nonstop, and it just felt like a good movie and this one i felt like 
I don't know if there was not enough happening or too much happening and they just like really tried to get everything together and I just, it didn't feel complete to me and they were just trying too many different things. Yeah. I just, I wasn't a fan as much as I was the first one. There were some highlights in this one, like uh, Atlas's favorite part was there was like this big giant god dragon that he was like obsessed with. And then after the movie, he was running around the theater saying, Dad, I'm Shazam. So like, that was cute. But uh, overall, I just, I felt like it felt, it fell short from what the first one did. I mean, there were still moments of like, oh, you know, that's cute. Or like, oh, that was funny. But overall, eh, I'd probably give it, give it a two out of five red beards. Yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes the sequels just, they just don't add up. You know, it's. I'm not a big fan of sequels, especially if it's a movie I really, really like, where it's like, oh, just leave well enough alone. Well, and, and basically the premise, the Fury of the Gods, is so uh, there's this staff that gave Billy Batson his Shazam powers that he also gave to his foster siblings. And so that apparently was stolen from gods way back in the day, and these three sisters came back to take the staff back. Mm. And so that's the Fury of the Gods part. Lucy Liu was one of the gods, though. Oh, I haven't oh, seen cool. her in a movie in a while. Right? So. So if I remember correctly, because yeah. I'm not into comic books or the DC characters. Or I know. Whatever. I could tell when I was talking, your eyes were glossing over. No, I was trying to, I'm trying to think. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm you're loading, loading bar. I'm loading there bar. You, you missed okay. my loading bar. Oh, sorry. Because um, I just remember watching like Wonder Woman and like Shazam. Yeah. Uh, back in the day, like the ch- not not the cartoon, like the cheesy version that, like, of like seventies TV show. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was like that's kind of that was weird though. Like the little kid traveling in the RV with the old man. I know. So, so is there ever any references to Wonder Woman or like Wonder Woman and Shazam, like Batman, Robin kind of thing, or no? Yeah, they're that they're all in the same universe. Okay, that's Shazam, Batman, Flash, okay. Superman, Wonder Woman. Right. And there actually is a DC cameo superhero in this movie, too. Well, because I saw the Wonder Woman, and I'm just like, okay, little different than uh, Linda Carter in her lasso of truth or whatever that thing was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are, you, are you telling me you're not a fan of Gal Gadot? No, that's awesome. Like, oh, I, I did see Wonder Woman. I thought it was fantastic. Oh, I got you. I got you. But I'm just saying you. it's super funny, like, to see this, like, hardcore version of Wonder Woman versus... Or like even, even like, you know, Wonder Captain Wonder America back in the day. Like, there's just, yeah. like, cheesy little helmet and, like, a plastic <laughs> shield running around. Like, yeah. No, it's, it's just so... Crazy. But, I mean, you know, I was... Or even, like, Lou Ferrigno's The Hulk. Yeah. Oh, that was pretty bad. Where the, the, the camera guy had to get, like, on the ground and, like, peer up to show how big <laughs> <laughs> Lou Ferrigno was. I'd be afraid. I'd be yeah. afraid he'd step on me for sure. But, um... Yeah, so uh, there you go. Two out, two out of five red beards. So go at your go at your own risk. Again, I'm not a big fan of sequels, but sometimes you need them to continue the story. Hey, and Blade I get Two that. was better than Blade One, in my opinion. Well, there you go. One of those rare cases. <laughs> that is one of those rare cases for sure. Uh, we've got music on the way from Steven Sanchez, Lizzo Two, and Taylor Swift. She kicked off her tour, and I'm telling you, if you can find, if you can muster this video, she's been obsessed with it dives all morning. Dives into the stage and it looks like she's swimming under the stage. It's pretty cool, actually. It's amazing. So uh, she's kicking off her big tour. A lot of people excited about that. And I mean, good God, basically shut Ticketmaster down. So mm-hmm. lots of people really excited about her tour, which is uh, started now. 
Tempera now is 8.51, and it's uh, still 21 degrees outside looking for that high day of 26. You know but what I'm upset sunshine. about? Oh, sorry, sunshine. I'm upset that we have gone the whole morning show without acknowledging that we are wearing the same exact sweatshirt. <laughs> Come on, Gene. I know our polar plunge sweatshirt. Yeah, you, this you, is like this huge, comfy sweatshirt. It's very nice. I got to wear it all the time. I, I need know. to do laundry, though, too. We That's should have said it, it when we said Wonder Twin Powers activate. Hey, there's a new, there's an event coming back, though. I know. I'm super excited. So it hasn't happened in the last three years because of COVID. Ugh. It's Taste of Fitgers, and it's back and better than ever. And in case you've never been there before, uh, more than 40 of the area's finest restaurants line the halls of Fitgers. So there's beverage vendors, restaurant vendors, and uh, obviously you get free samples. Nice. And what's what's really nice about this, though, too, is it's a chance for you to experience some food from maybe a restaurant you've heard of. Have never been to. Maybe you're going to support your restaurants you go to all the time. Ooh. And it's all a fundraiser for a Second Harvest Northern Lakes Food Bank. And so um, it's definitely an a uh, event for adults um, because I mean, you know, with kids, it's like they may or may not want to taste some of the samples. Plus, there's alcoholic beverages and right. stuff being served there too. But it's a great chance for you to sample some delicious food, support local businesses. Some of the restaurants are going to be their famous Dave's, Crooked Pint, Mexico Lindo, Pizza Luce, New Scenic, Cafe Pickwick. Of course, the boat club's going to be there as well. They're and one of the anchor uh, places. I'm glad you said something because I was just going to say it's not just like restaurants in Fitgers. Right. No, it's all over the whole area. So there's 40 different restaurants and each of them will have uh, their booth set up. And you also get a beautiful wine glass when you enter. And so you can use that to uh, taste test some of the beverages. Oh, the, the boat day. club's going to have Bloody Mary skewers. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, again, it's, uh, it is uh, all the event net proceeds go to Second Harvest Northern Lakes Food Bank. So it's really, really important that this event is back on. Oh. It's March 31st from there, 6 to 9. There's an aftertaste party. They're also, this year is an aftertaste party where they're going to have more food, cash bar, costume prizes, and it's a, is, this is all a 21 plus event. Oh. <laughs> and so if you want more details, I've got it for you. And also uh, where you can get tickets, got all that info at Mix108.com and the Mix108 app. March 31st is coming up. So you definitely want to get your tickets because this event does sell out each and every year. And it's been a couple of years since it's happened. So glad it's back at one of my favorite places, and that's the Fickersbury Complex, 600 East Beer Street. There you go. In Duluth. That's going to do it for the morning show portion of your day, our day. But Ian's going to be hanging out with you till 10. At 9 o'clock every weekday morning, he kicks off 80 minutes of music commercial free, fueled by our friends at Quick Trip. And he also has a throwback song of the day. So that's always a a goodie, oldie buddy goodie, as we like to say. Have yourself a fantastic day. Thanks so much for making us a part of it. We really appreciate it. We love you guys. Yes. We'll be back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., bright and early. Join us, won't you? Have a fantastic day.